0: Welcome to the station of Decapitation Without Your Head. I'm Nasty Neil and I'm joined by Lisa Wilcox. It's very good to have you back.
1: Well, hello. Nice to be back. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course. Yes. And you got a new film coming out next month, just a few days, I guess. And that is My Bloody Man, or not My Bloody Man, The Bloody Man. He's all everyone's Bloody Man, I guess. The Bloody Man. <laughs>
1: yes. The Bloody Man. Yes. Dun, da, 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 da.
0: If people not familiar yet, can you give them an idea of what The Bloody Man is about?
1: Ooh, a little one-liner. It's um, I'm not good at that. Ask the director. What I will say is that the them. kids are amazing. Uh-huh. The kids are amazing. It's like a PG-13, um, and it's it takes place in the 80s. Yay, we love the 80s. Uh, and... Um, it's like across 80s and stranger things let's just kind of call it a look like ele- it definitely has elements of stranger things yeah mostly because of the kids which are phenomenal
0: mm-hmm. and the 80s so, yeah the 80s
1: yeah
0: yeah so why do you think that's been so popular the last few years the 80s is it you think people who grew up in that era are now making movies
1: I think that has a very good uh, possibility, yes, that, you know, all those, you know, or kids in the 80s are now, you know, full grown men and women and become their own writers and directors and producers and all that and have a fondness for the 80s, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's because, like, my sleepover time was the 70s so you know we'd have our overnight with the you know our girlfriends and stuff and we the 50s was our thing and we would dress in 50s clothes and we listened to 50s music all night long so i i think there's some kind of pattern regarding regarding nostalgia you Mm -hmm. know anyway
0: yeah it's weird to think about though that the like the i guess now actually be the 90s is the same today as of, as the 50s would have been in the 80s but
1: okay if you add up the decades
0: yeah that seems, that yeah, seems but like it's i think characters. it's
1: interesting because there was a time when i mean every kid was all we were all into the 50s in yeah. the 70s
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> did you see the new elvis movie speaking of the 50s and the
1: and no, I have not had a chance, but I am so want to see it. I, I just saw, I watched an interview of the lead actor who played the Elvis. He looks He's absolutely great. just darling, too, as a person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, um, probably I'll go this weekend.
0: Yeah. Not, I don't want to ruin my horror cred, but, yeah, I went to see it last week. It was, uh, it was great.
1: Ah.
0: You did a great job. So how did you get involved in The Bloody Men?
1: Um well they just they just called me and and um oh no i know knew them from um the conventions and stuff oh okay cool and and we would hang out or whatever and then they uh brought this script that uh to my attention i read it thought it was pretty awesome and and i said you know yes
0: Does that happen a lot um, when you're at the conventions, um, you know, people come up and I guess that's a good and bad thing. They could come up and pitch something and, you know, they might not have any money. Not that everything is about money, but or, or you also find cool people to work with.
1: Well, you know, what I always say is to send me uh, here's my email, send me an email or here's my agent and send it to my agent. <coughs> um because there's just not time to hear a pitch at a, at a show. They're just at the conventions, you know, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I'll get Instagram messages or a Facebook message. uh, You know, the preferred way is definitely through
0: my agent,
1: which you, you know, you can see who to send it to on my IMDb, but it's fine. I'm I'm happy to, you know, whatever. And it's always fun to get a message about a film and I'm like, sure, send it to me, let me read it. And, uh, you know, but, You know, always asking, are you funded? Right. You know, because we because we actors, we don't want to spend time, you know, it takes a couple hours to really to read a script, you know. And so I don't want to if there's no funding, it's like, you know, let me know when you have funding, you know. But sometimes too, they'll ask, Well, what's your going rate? Blah, 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 you know, and that kind of thing. So anyway, somehow it kind of works. And I've done quite a few independent films and had a and great material and great characters and a lot of fun. Yeah,
0: along those lines, um, what would you look for in a script if someone offered you something or or the character?
1: um Well, I like, just gotta read it like a good book, you know, if I finish it and I go, oh, that was a really fun ride or you know, I'm whipping through the pages going, oh my gosh, this is so intense and fun and great, you know what I mean? Yeah so th- those kind of things, you know as far as subject matter, you know, I'll pretty much do anything as long as, long as it's not X-rated.
0: Right, right. <laughs> All right well, I won't, no, I'm just kidding. But so the, uh, <laughs> what, what was it about The Bloody Man that interested you before you start making it?
1: Um. Well, I love that it was set in the 80s. And I love that I get to play a mob. Um, because I have not gotten to play many, like, I'm trying to think, this might be the only the very first mom role I've actually gotten to play, and uh, so that's what intrigued me. Uh, definitely, I'm like, yeah, I guess play a mom because so I played everything from nuns to prostitutes, right? Right, so now I get to add mom, you know, in between those bookends.
0: <laughs> that works. Is this the first time you worked with Tuesday Night since uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Four?
1: Um, it's the first. Well, we don't actually have any scenes together. Actually, mm-hmm. but that. we're in the same movie. Right, right. And we're in another project. We we don't have scenes together. Okay. But we're in the same project. So I have actually, and so actually, we have not actually gotten to work work together yet.
0: All which right. would be
1: phenomenal one day. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Now, did you keep in touch, you know, um, before the conventions or is it, you know, when the conventions start that, you know, you start, you uh, get back in, in touch together?
1: Uh, no, no, we stay in touch. Uh, well, the whole cast, we stay in touch. Like Toy Newkirk, we talk all the time, but we stay in touch. Danny and I uh, just did a, a film together with uh, Mark Patton as well. Oh, nice. Yeah and that was a lot of fun in, in kentucky as well interesting enough because that's for bloody man film and yeah no we're like you know we're like family you know it's 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 definitely um you know ken sago's so i see more it's more at conventions and stuff but anyway um it's kind of special actually that <clears throat> to have this you know bond.
0: yeah um you mentioned kentucky i didn't realize it was filmed in kentucky um... I think most people think, you know, everything's filmed either in LA or New York, maybe Atlanta. Uh, What was it like to film in Kentucky?
1: Oh, it's so charming. It's just, I love it because it, you know, one of the great things about being an actor is I've gotten to see like all different parts of the world, you know, and, and Kentucky is so beautiful and the little towns and the, it's just, it's so charming. It, it was, it was, it was wonderful. And the, and this. This, we did a lot of location. We did almost all location filming, actually. Uh, it was so it was just great to explore the countryside, and the crew was great and very professional. So yeah, I'd do it anytime I'm filming in Kentucky again in, in September.
0: Oh, cool! Did you go on the Bourbon Trail? I was on the Bourbon Trail when I, before I, I don't drink anymore, but at the time I was, I went on the Bourbon terror Trail.
1: I didn't get to do the Bourbon Trail because the interesting thing is, as much as we're working and we get to film in these towns and stuff but then it's like i have yeah, to you don't want to home. do that while you're right? <laughs> so I, I so rarely get a chance to stay an extra day or two to you know do my own you know yeah. be a tourist kind of thing mm-hmm. but nonetheless i'm happy what i've gotten to see and experiment
0: yeah so you said you got to play a mom and you mentioned the child actors what was it like you know working with the child actors
1: oh they were just darling they they were oh, just open, and they really would, were open to bonding, you know, like, we, we had some time which they're setting up a shot, so, you know, we started, you know, I don't remember what, but we started some Candyland or some kind of game, you know, while we're waiting. Um, they're just so, like, open and in innocence, and, you know, they look up to you, and I don't know, it was really fun, because I have not worked with um, kids before. So it was. It was pretty. It was really special. Yeah. Well, I take it back. I worked with Jake. The oh, kid okay. I thought who, you were like, take the five. Part, That's that the last I time I think I was a mom. Was nightmare five. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, yeah. That oh, right, right. Well, that's weird. We mentioned didn't play mom before, but I guess it's a different kind of mom.
1: It was a different kind of mom because it was all a, a nightmare <laughs> until the last scene in the movie, and I actually have my baby. <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah. Someone actually asked a question about that. Uh, where oh, Church Jackson on Facebook, uh, would you ever want to do a legacy sequel where you uh, play Alice again?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I think it's it's time. It's time, you know. And what the heck happened to Alice and Jacob anyway? You know.
0: Yeah, yeah. you even brought up where your son would uh, have to contend with Freddie. Yeah,
1: and I think that would be a. a a great twist and i and i think you know alice maybe dies defending her son you know mm-hmm. who's maybe now a grown young man but still she sacrifices herself for her son mm-hmm.
0: yeah and what are your thoughts on fan films i know it's kind of controversial some people are you know against them some people it depends what, what do you think of them
1: well I think that's fine. I mean, why not? I think it's a celebration of a celebration of something you love, you know? So I see absolutely no harm in it whatsoever, you know? And as long as you are professional and, and, you know, funded and all that (laughs) stuff, you know, and uh, I think it's a great, why not?
0: Yeah, that's good. Uh, The Bloody Man, did you get to see the finished film? Yes. So, what, what did you think of the finished film when you get to see it?
1: I really enjoyed it. I really, I really, I think it's it's very um, endearing, and it's fun, and the effects look amazing. Yeah, they do. I I think they did a great job.
0: Mm-hmm. It was fun seeing um, Tuesday Night fight herself in the movie. Not to spoil anything, but yeah.
1: Right, right. No spoilers, but yeah, it was really fun to see her performance. It's yeah. it's it's really rocks.
0: <laughs> and uh it's getting uh, really good reviews have you do you read do you read reviews for your movies
1: you know i'm so old-fashioned it's like i used to read reviews like in the tv guide and magazines and newspapers so i don't even know where to go to read reviews tell me maybe you can help me out here
0: Uh, well nowadays really it's uh like websites mostly that's what um, i mean
1: websites and stuff and i don't know what websites to look up that's true
0: yeah i mean if i just say websites too because there's a lot of uh, things vary there's people who just like basically hate everything so uh, i don't know i'll 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 find some links for you and send you some
1: would you mind i would love it
0: yeah because the ones i've been reading have all been really positive
1: well that is really good to hear in fact Another film I did. He sent me an Instagram message, and someone had put together a movie night that you watch on your computer hmm. or your iPhone. And they were reading this movie, Mystery Spot, it's called, and whatever. And people were making comments and this and that, and you know, really enjoying my performance and this. I was like, I, I just don't know how to access this stuff. just <laughs> yeah. <Which is> Don't. <laughs>
0: interesting there. yeah yeah we, we do a um a virtual film festival it's all short films but it's very fun because every comes and, and like you said they chat along to the films yeah, and the film they chat and or... it
1: was, you know all this stuff it's really cool but again i feel like it's a mystery to me on how to access this stuff so anyway hmm. i'm old what can i say
0: no <laughs> we'll help you out we'll help you out <laughs> So is there anything you could, we'll get back to the play, man, but I want to know, is there anything you could say about the killer babes and the frightening film fiasco, which I had to read the title. Cause I can never remember that, but uh, it's one of the most amazing titles I've seen.
1: It is an amazing title and I'm very impressed that you got it down. And <laughs> this was something that was actually supposed to start before COVID before and all that, and still waiting to see when they're going to be able to pick up the pieces basically and get it to happen but debbie Rashawn's going to be in it they already found a fantastic location that this was going to film at. i love this movie so much and just waiting to see you know when we got to you know reschedule it basically yeah. i mean yeah. it was scheduled to film it was set
0: yeah actually my friend and co-host on the show trista robinson is also in it so uh i am very excited about uh seeing it too hopefully gets. Uh... you mean
1: it's already filmed
0: no no she's she's scheduled to be in it i should say but yeah
1: oh okay so i'm sure she loved the script too it's a very powerhouse female film mm-hmm. uh and and yeah i can't spoil it but it's something i just so want to happen <laughs> please <laughs> let it happen
0: yeah yeah <laughs> So, uh, the, did you, when you saw the bloody man, did you see it with, with any people? Um, I don't know. Did, did it do any festivals or did it do any like, um, a, like a screening, cast and crew screening?
1: Um, I don't think, no, we didn't have a cast and crew screening because we're in LA right. West coast. And you no, know, oh, but, right. um, exactly, yeah. but Daniel Benedict, uh, did send me the, um, send me a disc. So I just watched it in my living room.
0: very good yeah uh would you uh work with him again what was he like was this his first feature i should have i should know this
1: i think so but um he and his wife cassie i just adore them just adore them they are just the coolest people and so yes i would absolutely work with them again you know in this industry it really kind of comes down ultimately comes down to even in the big movie industry you know the big even episodic or, you know, and independent films all over the place. It's like, it really comes down to, I had a really good time with her. I'm going to hire her again. Or, you know, it, it's really about who, who you get along with. You know, there's, there's just no room for egos and things like that. You know, it's like, we're here to make a great product. Let's have fun doing it.
0: Uh, it sounds like silly advice. Like it should be common knowledge, but it does come up on the show a lot that like, if you're nice to people, they'll want you on set. And if you're not, you know, they probably won't want you around. So it, not only does it help obviously to be talented, but uh, if you're, if you're someone, people like to be around, you're probably going to makes you know, a difference, be stuff, you know, so.
1: and, and not be a pretentious nice, you know, like generally be nice and happy to be there and be inquisitive and, and if you're funny, even better. People are going to love having you around, you know? So uh, yes, talent is definitely an element, but that is not the, that's in general, not the whole picture.
0: Mm-hmm. You mentioned you were joking earlier about, you know, uh, not knowing about like getting to the chats for different uh, things and, you know, where to find the, um, the reviews and stuff. Um, so just over the years, do uh, you have to keep up with some of the things though, like the, the rise of streaming uh, kind of the f- I, physical media is still there, but it's not as important and, um you know, just keeping up with like the different changes in, in movies.
1: It's I on how you find them. And re- even looking up podcasts, I don't know how to look up podcasts. I have no idea. You know, Facebook, I guess, if I know the name. And then I, lo- I you know, anyway, and like you said, they keep changing the platforms and this and that. And I just it's not my you know, technical stuff is not my thing, you know, but I know I'm missing out on some stuff. Um, I mean, I would say generally the directors I work with, they'll like like this one guy, Melhouse, he let me know, you know what I mean? Oh, check this out. And of course I'm looking at it and like, I don't know how to check this out, but he sent me some of the streaming lines saying you know, whatever. So but yeah, it it is kind of an ever changing world isn't
0: it yeah uh, and then um, one day
1: you are going to go back to newspapers just like you know everyone wants a record player again
0: yeah that'll be the the retro version yeah yeah <laughs> i don't even when i started the, the the show though it was before podcast was a term it was 2005 and yeah. then like um i remember one of the listeners told me like oh you should put it on this new thing like uh itunes and
1: and oh I, my gosh! Because
0: <laughs> at the time you just could download it off the website.
1: And uh, people, can, you
0: know, join MySpace and Facebook and all these things. Yeah, yeah, I
1: know. It's always and now and now even on our phones, what we had so many things, and now it's TikTok, and it's like, no, I do not have a TikTok. I am just fine with just doing my regular Instagram and posting pictures. And again, I envy people where they, you know, I look, you know, I'll TikTok will come up, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, look how they added words and music and this and that. That's so cool. I just, it just doesn't, and they love doing it. I'm sure. I just don't, it doesn't draw me. I'd rather read a good book.
0: (laughs) I would, I would agree with that. I will admit maybe I'm ashamed, but I did just join TikTok. And mine's just full of clips of, of my interviews. So I don't think I'm probably doing it right, but.
1: <laughs> and it's great. And you have to do it for your business. I probably should be doing it for my business, but I, I only have so many places. I, we have so many. In the old days, you got home and you had an answering machine to check, okay, mm-hmm. for messages, right? right? Then you would check your mail to see if, you know, you got a, a thank you note from somebody or you, you, you know what I mean? Now it's like Facebook fan page, Facebook friend page, <laughs> Instagram messages, then, you know, I mean, it's just, and then then just voicemail on our phone, then emails, hello. Oh my God. If I get asked again to confirm my dental appointment, I'm gonna scream. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yes, I'm coming. You know, they remind you another day, the next day, people stop it. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I to guess me, look yeah. at me, I'm already getting like high blood pressure talking about it. It's <laughs> just like, you're just pulled in so many different directions and to answer and respond. I'm, it's, uh,
0: I, agree. I also think that when you have all the different social medias, it's almost like, am I just posting the same exact thing to the same people on just several different, like tweeting the same thing I put on Facebook that I put on Instagram. It's almost like all the same thing, but. Yeah.
1: Copy and paste. you mean? <laughs> right. I guess so. Uh, but you know, Facebook doesn't always work on my iPhone or my iPad, you know, it, it always works on my computer. So I tend to try to do Facebook on my computer, but I'm not on my computer every day. Cause I generally check my email on my phone and da, 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 you know what I mean? And it it's, it's just, I don't know, it's just meandering through all of this. And I know I'm just being, um, you <clears> know, <throat> an old fashioned fool. And again, I admire anyone who's good at it and enjoys it, you know? And, uh, and Twitter, oh gosh, I, I, I have a Twitter account, but I stopped putting stuff on there years, several years ago because it's just way too political. And for me, people are just really mean, you know? Like they're like, why do you always just put up pictures for Nightmare on Elm Street? You know, and it's like, well, because that's what I want to put up. What is your business? <laughs> and guess right. what? That's in general what people like to see, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. but I found people just kind of jabby on Twitter. oh yeah
0: yeah yeah and, I'm not a me. fan of Twitter either I have it honestly just for the for the show but uh yeah I don't like yeah in there yeah
1: so if I've offended any Twitter lovers out there good
0: <laughs> <laughs> take that Twitter but take they, that Twitter yeah I'm gonna asking a couple questions here from the Facebook uh if you don't
1: mind yeah. Uh,
0: Brian Smith, uh, were you a fan of the Elm Street films before getting involved in the franchise?
1: Oh, my goodness. I was a huge fan of the Elm Street films, not just the Elm Street films, but I ever since I was a little girl, I've always loved horror. I, you know, on Saturday mornings, it would be when I was young, little, uh, It was cartoons in the morning and then about 1130. The monkeys do you know the monkeys show oh, yeah, yeah okay hey hey we're the monkeys yeah. and all kinds of great music and then after that they played it's black so and white horror, horror movies like mm-hmm. dracula's and frankenstein's and twilight zone and all that stuff and i absolutely loved it so i fell in love with war very early on so believe me to have had the opportunity to even audition for nightmare on elm street much less get a role uh was uh, pretty phenomenal
0: yeah. So, that's great. Cause uh, you know, sometimes I'm sure, you know, some of the people at conventions on all of them are horror fans and I just hang up on them. No, i was kidding. But,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: but yeah. it is, it is cool that someone who grew up a horror fan, you know, became a big part of uh, one of the biggest franchises.
1: Yeah. No, uh, let me put it this way. in I went to UCLA and I first year stayed in the dorms. So, and you have to share the room. So, you know all the girls on the dorm floor had like bruce springsteen's posters on their wall or sticks or something like that on my wall i had a ginormous poster of bella lugosi
0: oh very cool <laughs> so, i've got bella here behind me yeah
1: oh you do yeah. oh cool yeah. yeah so anyway i'm sure they must have thought i was a weird chick but i don't care yeah
0: especially <laughs> you know now because i when i grew up as a horror movie fan in the 80s and it wasn't, you know, not it wasn't the coolest thing to, to like like weird horror movies, but now it seems it was so not much...
1: mainstream.
0: No, yeah. yeah. It is weird today how mainstream it is for movies. Like you can buy like a kid's shirt with like zombies on it. And, I know, you know?
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. It's now cool and hip, you know. Right, right. <laughs> Everything finds its time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I yeah, in the 80s I was watching horror movies and playing chess and Dungeons and Dragons. So Yeah, all of love it. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what uh is that what made you want to be an actor? Or was uh horror movies?
1: No, I no, no. I was very much a wallflower shy kid. Um read a lot of books and I no, I was not outgoing that way at all. And it literally it kind of happened when um, I'm from Missouri and then my dad was offered a great job in California. So we moved to Southern California and I'm in high finishing high school in Irvine and a a friend that I had met said, oh, I'm going to this audition in uh, at Buddy Epson's playhouse in um, Newport beach. You want to come with me? I'm like, okay, sure. So I go and he's going for the audition and literally just sitting in the theater watching the auditions happen. And, and this lady kept t- t- tapping my shoulder <laughs> going, going, you're auditioning, right? I said, oh, no, no, no. I'm just with my friend, you know. So anyway, she was very persistent. So I went up and I auditioned and I got the lead role in Lamford Wilson's The Hotel Baltimore. And then I won awards and all kinds of things. So that is how it happened. <laughs> um, yeah. And I got bitten by the bug. So I was doing equity waiver while doing high school. But nighttime rehearsals, equity waiver, and then went to UCLA, theater arts degree, etc.
0: Now, you said, you know, you weren't an outgoing person before acting. Did that change? um, So when you're acting, are you more outgoing? And then you're still kind of same person when you're not acting? Or did that change how you are, you know, when you're not acting?
1: Uh, Eventually, it changed me, but I'm still... I was asked a very interesting question recently if I am more um because Alice goes you know wallflower to you know warrior girl which one am I more like I'm more in between or more towards the wallflower girl um you know I still like quiet I like to read books you know I'm I'm you know but again, you know, I love to go to a party or go to a convention and there I can I love I could be outgoing. It's an interesting thing that happened when I moved to California actually. Uh, I went to Barbazon Modeling School simply because my mom and sister were going out the door I'm like, "Oh, where are you going?" "Oh, Jill wants to do Barbizon Modeling School." Well, can I go too? So, I went and I did the program and that helped me a lot with my confidence. A lot with my confidence. Learned how to use makeup and just i don't know it just it 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 changed me a lot it sounds probably really corny but it it did bring me out of my shell you Mm -hmm. know it did
0: yeah so do you think uh do you like think about like what alice would be doing like because i know uh, mark Patton has done a lot with jesse uh beatrice bopal i think she has a who played uh freddie's mom in part five um she's got like a a comic book or something coming out, I think, or a book maybe she wrote about, you know, the character. Do you ever think of, you know, what Alice would be doing you know, after after the movies?
1: Um, yeah, I have, but I just don't, I'm not a writer, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I've written music before, but I'm not really a writer, you know. So I'm going to leave that to the writers. You know, I have wanted to write a book like about my life
0: sure,
1: and uh that i could do but to actually write a story about where alice might be and that kind of thing i i don't know i don't know she's an attorney somewhere sure. she's fighting for children's rights something like that i yeah. think she would but be someone very, else
0: writes it you know maybe someone else can write
1: it, write it. and right. you know uh i but i think she's doing a noble profession uh, if you consider attorneys noble but some of them are
0: <laughs> right depends. right right it defends yeah. uh michael i'm sorry i don't know how to say your last name Rai thorson uh do you have any stories working on bill and ted's excellent adventures tv show
1: oh my goodness i love that you brought that up um th- there's nothing significant really happened or funny but we We definitely had a great time. And Don Lake, who plays my husband, Missy's husband, is so funny and so great, great uh, actor. And then the kids who played the boys, they were just adorable. Uh, I had a lot of fun playing that road. It was like, you know, this caricature of, of Missy. So. I love the clothes too.
0: <laughs> oh, well, that, that's always a plus. Do you, do you ever have that's say in what clothes son,
1: I had just had my son. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, here's a story for you. Okay, the actual audition. So I've just had, I'm like, my son is like four months old, five months old. And so I called my agent, and said that I could finally, I was willing to go out in auditions again. So I auditioned, and this was a casting director. Her name will come to me. Who was hired had hired me a lot of times for Laura Mar when Laura Mar was around. So I went and auditioned, and um, I think I had a callback with her. And my callback, I sucked. I was sucked. I was so bad. So I called my agent. I said, "Can I?" No, it was my first audition with her. Uh, Geraldine Leader. Look her up. Geraldine Leader has cast a million things. Anyway, it was my first, I called my agent, I said, I sucked Scott, I sucked, oh my God, could you please ask Geraldine if she'll give me another chance? Like, Just give me a second chance. And kindly, she did. And I, so I went in and auditioned again. She said, awesome, Lisa. And then I got the next call back, which is for network. You're in a room with 20 people, the writers, the producers and network. And I got the job, so anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's very cool. Yeah. Uh oh, that was the last one. Um well, no, there was other ones, but we covered most of these things. So uh, do you have anything in the works?
1: Yes. Um I just did a reunion from hell. Mark Patton and Danny Hassel are in that. We did that this year. Um, I did something called "Woods Switch with Tom Sizemore. and then i did another project called barbie rehab okay barbie Barbie Rehab. rehab they actually have billboards around los angeles again this is with um tom sizemore we had so much fun it's it's just a wild outrageous adult comedy kind of thing uh then i have um what else did i do oh my gosh it's, I've already done three films this year, and then I have another one happening in September, but the title, they're playing with the title, so yeah, uh, yeah so I've been really busy, and then I'm going to be at Flashback Weekend in Chicago in August. I'm doing the Star Trek show in Las Vegas. Oh, I don't know if cool. you guys know, but I'm on the Monopoly board, the Star I Trek did next I know that, actually. Monopoly board. Yes, I made property on the monopoly board <laughs> <laughs>
0: that that's a very I know, uh, right? next well, time you're on i'm gonna me. use that as part of your intro yeah.
1: no yeah no <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i mean i have trading cards out there i mean it's a big deal for one guest star but see they get killed they kill me and they don't do that often on star trek so anyway yes i'm on the monopoly board so i'm super excited to, jonathan franks will be there and you know actors i worked with on the show so i'm very excited uh then i have a show in no indianapolis i think it's the indianapolis show anyway i'll be updating i've got to update my website which is lisa e wilcox.com lisa e wilcox.com if you put in lisa wilcox it takes you an old website and they never respond to you and you won't be able to get any autographs because they want so it's lisa e wilcox and um anyway i will update it soon so you guys all come down and if you haven't been to a convention it's a fun experience and come see me <laughs> yeah
0: it's very nice that they're back we had you know a year i know or two right the, yeah we're what did you do during covid like uh how did that affect you as an actor
1: um well i had seven films that i was supposed to do the one of which you brought up the fabulous title but um and of course all those were are not never coming back or uh several of them though have um have done two of them that uh you know rescheduled basically and and then um what was your, what did I do? Oh, yeah. well, I, uh, what I did actually, interesting enough, I did a lot of outdoor events at Drive-In Theaters. Oh, yeah, that's... Um, you know, the convention would be out in the parking lot instead of, you know, in a building. Um, and actually did a two-week tour uh, on the East Coast with Toy Nuker, Ken uh, Mark Patton, and myself. And we had a great time. We had a great time. So... We just picked up, we just did what we could find to do. <laughs> you know
0: Yeah, it is uh, you know, it's obviously a bad time, but um, also people came up with creative ways, you know, to to continue to do things during that time.
1: They, yes, definitely very creative. And then I um, think cameo that came along, cameo. Mm-hmm. and I did a lot of cameos during that time. Um, I don't know, just survived, you know. Yeah. and gain seven pounds
0: <laughs> why well, wouldn't i wouldn't have known that you look great <laughs> i I walked every day and, and uh, lost a lot of weight actually you know listening yeah. audio yeah, i went
1: the other route i sat on my couch
0: and ate doritos all right well i live in a small town so there's no one around i can walk around and there's oh, no okay there. so so it's, it, it depends on your area i suppose so, um let's see where you mentioned your website lisa e. wilcox you could go there and then i'm sure you could fall you could find all the links to follow you wherever people would like to follow you
1: it, yeah online it's not, not uh, your
0: home or anything yeah
1: it's not been updated recently it's been updated this year but what's but i need to update for the rest of the year so just keep trying me give me a, give me a chance it'll take a week or two because the guy uh-huh. who does it is crazy busy and whatever but it's on the, in the works
0: fair enough fair enough uh the bloody man comes out in july that's very exciting
1: yeah oh and, one more film yeah uh, called uh don't suck it's called don't suck with, <laughs> jamie, with right. don't with um jamie kennedy comedian jamie kennedy
0: yeah very cool We're former guest here on the show but yeah that's uh that's advice uh, i have for myself before every interview <laughs>
1: don't suck yeah, yeah. exactly
0: <laughs> I, like, I like the name too I, I appreciate all these names of the movies they're, they're ones you're, you're going to remember they're not ones that you know you come and go you're not going to forget don't suck and you're not going to forget killer babes in the frightening film fiasco there
1: you go you got it and you won't forget the bloody man the bloody
0: man exactly very good <laughs> one last question i know you obviously talk a lot about uh nightmare on elm street um but how 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 much how much does the movie mean to you? How much of those movies mean to you as an actor and just uh, personally?
1: Oh, goodness. Oh, heavens. They're very dear to my heart. Again, I was such a huge fan of Nightmare and Elm Street to begin with. Um, and then and I love the script of Nightmare 4 and 5. Uh, but Nightmare 4 had that great character arc. You know, in many ways, I feel like it was like written for me as going from, you know, that wallflower kid to finding her 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 courage you yeah. know and her strength through the help of her friends strengths you know of course so there uh will always be dear to my heart always 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 Alice is still one of my, the most favorite roles I've ever played
0: very cool I'm happy to hear that and uh thank you for doing this it was a pleasure to talk with you
1: fun to talk with you until next time
0: all right, we'll do it again all right okay
1: now Bye. We'll